Hello, lovely people. Happy Monday. Hope you are all keeping well. And before I go into it today, I have to tell you that last week my heart literally exploded. <laughs> we had our first Time Hackers call and it was just crazy fucking powerful. Like I literally shared it with my own mastermind afterwards. Like, why does nobody speak about how powerful group coaching is? Like, after just one call, the ahas, the breakthroughs, the post-call reflections, it was all just insane, it exceeded even my mind, and my bar was pretty fucking high to begin with. And I already know they're going to be crazy successful, and I'm going to be bringing them all on to tell you about it. So the funny thing is that half the people that joined actually wanted to work with me one-to-one, -one, which I no longer offer. So the only way to work with me is in this group. And when we spoke about it, their reasons were all really similar. Like one-to-one -one felt safer. They felt like they would get more of me and we would problem solve their problems together. Maybe like in the safety and secret and hiding um, because of the vulnerability of opening up in front of people that sounded really uncomfortable and having to speak up with brains that want us to avoid any exposure because it's literally dangerous like it's like going against our brains programming exposing ourselves to other people's opinions us being different like all the reasons and here's what actually happened everyone connected everyone shared like shit got real we learned from each other there were some shakes some tears and I was so proud of how every single person showed up for that call. There were no formalities and pretenses and bullshit. <laughs> like the room got real. And because of that, even like in the Facebook group now, what people are posting, sharing how they are coaching, supporting and celebrating each other, it's just fucking fabulous. And I've been calling them the dream team. And I think now they can all see that that's absolutely right. And I'm actually going to share an excerpt from a post by the lovely Lindsay since this inspired today's episode topic and name. So after our first call, she wrote, I'm totally on a vulnerability high right now thanks to the space created in this group. There's such a vibe and I love it. I just want to be vulnerable all over the place right now. And then she went on to share how that had literally impacted something in her life. So yes, the very same day, it had already had impact in her life because change happens in an instant and we get way more opportunities for those instances when we are in the right room, in this kind of room. And that's not all. People are like literally sharing new clients, new opportunities, already seeing like tangible results less than one week in. And I'll be sharing some on my Instagram story. So be sure to follow me there at Vicky Louise underscore underscore underscore. I will make sure that's in the show notes today for you. So today we are talking about vulnerability and let's start with taking it Back to basics and do a very simple refresher on what even is vulnerability. So you know me and Google, my place for everything. <laughs> so I Googled it and wanted to see what it came up with and it told me that vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. And I have to tell you that when I saw that definition, I was a bit like, 
whoa. I think I'd really been using it simply thinking about exposure. And then when I saw those words about being harmed, um, and I know the human brain, then of course it makes complete sense that our brains are not on board for us to join something maybe like a group coaching program or speak up in public or share our emotions, our brainisms, our thoughts, like no fucking way. I would rather hit up that tub of ice cream or watch another webinar instead because our brains want to keep us alive. So they will literally do anything to talk us out of any perceived danger. So speaking up in front of a group, being vulnerable in any way um, is not going to be something that our primitive brain is really on board for us to do. Now, listen, I get it, right? Like I had someone email me the day after applications closed saying how they had literally let fear stop them from applying and asking when the next date was. And maybe a few of you listening can relate to doing that. There was actually three people that I heard of um, via different mediums. And it really is always going to be that way. Like our brain doesn't care for us to have the growth or the life that we want or to make us happy. It's really keeping us alive, that's its motivation. That's how we survived. It was like 40,000 years in the wild. So we wanna not be surprised when this happens. Like of course our brain doesn't want us to do new things. And now what actually happens when we show up to our lives with this fear of vulnerability is we shy away, we hide, we play small, we retreat, we don't say yes to getting the help we want or the relationships we want. This will then even impact our confidence, our joy, our ability to go out there and create what we really fucking want from these lives. Because the truth is, we are all vulnerable, always will be. There are dangers present in the world and things that we cannot control. And if we spend our lives trying to avoid being vulnerable, we end up not living. And guess what? Hidden away, we are still vulnerable. Now, we cannot mention vulnerability without mentioning Brene Brown, queen of vulnerability. And she shared that while fear, shame, and embarrassment are all parts of being vulnerable, so are creativity, love, and connection. Like it's the good and bad, it's all the emotions. So how do we solve for the fear, the shame and the embarrassment so that we can enjoy the benefits of it? Well, we just allow them, right? Like as she teaches, vulnerability is actually being willing to feel any feeling, any emotion and show up anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the shame, feel the embarrassment, all of it. And that's literally what I saw on our first time hackers call so clearly, so loudly. It was not a group of people that love speaking up in groups. They like they even wanted to do group coaching, right? Most of them didn't. Their brains were telling them the reasons why they shouldn't speak. And I know that because they shared it on the call. All the fear, all the shame, the embarrassment, we literally allowed it all together. And that's what was so crazy powerful. Like the willingness to have our brains tell us all the reasons we shouldn't speak up, all the judgments, all the self-talk. Because really, I will say that what other people say doesn't bother us. So when we think, oh, they'll think X, Y, and Z about me, like that's not gonna bother us because we never know what other people think. We're just projecting our fears and what we think about us onto other people. And I'll give you an example here. 
of why like even if someone says you're xyz their opinion won't like be taken into your brain unless you already believe it so when i worked in corporate back in the day i was told that my hair didn't look neat enough for corporate and i should straighten it or tie it up in a neat way and anyone with curly hair knows that tying it up means more frizz so that option was off the table and next up straightening it now I'd done this for years, wanting to fit in, dreaming of straight hair. My curly is the kind of curly that won't be tamed. More frizz, like literally I had so many terrible, terrible hair days when I was trying to make it straight. So I really had learned through like a decade or two of trying that straight hair wasn't gonna work for me. And then other than that, I actually loved my hair. I loved my curls. I actually knew that it made me stand out at big corporate events. Like I saw it as a skill. People would always remember me as opposed to like the hundreds of 40 year old white men that all look the same. So I allowed my hair to create more opportunities, neat or not. So I didn't have an inch of drama about it, uh, about it, right? No tears, no drama, no nothing. It was like, thanks for your opinion. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Um, this was very different to how 13-year-old Vicky, who was in the hairdressers, like, being complained to about how difficult it was to handle her hair, tears, like, shame, all of it. See, same story around my hair, other people passing comment on it, only my thoughts about it changed. So it's never what people say and always what we believe. So we are only dealing with the bullshit in our brains, our own judgments, I promise, which is such a relief to know so we don't have to control everyone else's opinion of us always. And if you want to go more into this topic, you can go back and listen to the episode called Not Everyone Likes You, and that's going to go into it further. So back to vulnerability and Brene, um, it really like, requires courage to show up with vulnerability. That's everything that she teaches. It literally goes against our brain's programming to go towards danger and exposure, to literally move forward with fear, with doubt, with shame, when really our brain is wired to have us retreat, to go curl up in a ball and hide away. Like, especially as those brains are telling us that we are different, that there's something uniquely wrong with us, that we are bad or not good enough. We do not want to get exposed for being all of those things and get kicked out of the tribe. And this is why when we do it, when we, when we show up against our primitive brain's programming, the impact is so profound. It's such a powerful lesson to our primitive brains. We teach it to adapt to our modern world. We step out of not doing because of fear and we feel fucking unstoppable. Like we build a relationship with ourselves of having our own back through the emotions, through the negative chatter in our brain, like a deep fucking relationship, like a really solid self-trust. And when you build that better relationship with yourself, it literally flows out into better relationship with every part of your life, with your work, with your loved ones, with your health, yeah, health, <laughs> with your finances, all the things that explode everywhere in the best possible way. So the vulnerability high, as Lindsay called it, is very real. Increased flow, increased creativity, 
because of our willingness to expand further, we have less stress. Like there's so many benefits as well as, as Brené teaches, amazing connection and relationships, which is what we literally saw in our Time Hackers first call and the way everyone is engaging in there now. I promise you, everything you want is on the other side of vulnerability. Now, let's not take this out of context, right? I don't walk down dark alleys late at night, but I do sometimes for fun notice my brain wanting me to not do something where it thinks I'm in danger when I know that I'm not, and I will go towards it, and I encourage my clients to do the same thing, right? Even little things, like putting our hand up to ask a question in a group, or first time going live on Facebook, or even recording a podcast. Like, I love the practice of going against my primitive brain's fears, and I encourage all of my clients to do the same thing. When the choice is, like, more fearful or less fearful, like let's say for example, there's someone in the group that wants to do, she does live on Facebook and her brain's telling her to do a podcast because it's safer. Like that's not the reason to do the podcast, right? Because each time we go towards taking action with the fear, with the vul vulnerability, we are teaching our brain that we no longer live in the wild. We are teaching our brain that we are more capable than it thinks that we are. It's so going to benefit our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with loved ones, what we create for our work, our businesses, our days, our clients, our socials, whatever it might be, right? Like vulnerability does not have to be a stop sign at all. Like literally 95% of the time in our modern day lives because for most of us, vulnerability no longer means life-threatening. So I encourage all of you listening to think about introducing more vulnerability in your life on purpose. So if you are in business, it can be posting online, asking someone for help, hiring help, making an offer. If you are single, it can be asking someone out that you are interested in or following up with someone that you went on a date with, that you had a good time and they didn't message you first, right? Like even if you are looking for friends, asking for friends and building those kind of relationships is also so vulnerable. We expose ourselves to the rejection to the potential of rejection in all of these examples, and we teach our brain we can 100% survive it. And the best part, which is what we saw in our call this week, it ends up way better than expected. That's like a part of it that our brain likes to leave out, because if we knew what was on the other side, we would totally always go towards it. But because we don't know, we, th we think, oh, well, it could be worse, missing the whole part where it's so much better. You too can create the vulnerability high and reap all the benefits. And if you wanna do that surrounded by a group of incredible badasses, you will want to join us for the next round of Time Hackers next year, launching in January, we'll be starting in February. You will want to get on my email list for the announcements at vickylouise.com and I can't wait to see you there. Have a lovely week, guys. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.